This is Firepower, only at Bandog Video. And now, your host, Will Johnson. Wow, what an interesting day. What an interesting day. I want to thank everyone for joining us on firepowernews.com. Band.video, band.video. So, in America, the lawmakers today say facts don't matter. Facts don't matter any longer. Imagine that. This is our lawmakers. They're telling the American people that their opinion matters more than the facts. This is what they're saying. Listen to listening to the Democrats, everything that they're saying would be impeachable. I mean, if President Trump did all of these terrible things that they're saying, of course, no one would disagree if President Trump actually did all of these things that the Democrats are referring to. The crazy thing is President Trump has done nothing of what they're saying. They were today during this hearing. They actually read the transcript to them live on the telly and not a single one of the Democrats heard anything that was actually in the transcript. President Trump did not do any of this stuff that they're saying, but they don't care. They don't care. They got to proceed. They have to impeach him because the timetable, the calendar, the clock is running out. So they have to impeach him as soon as possible. The Democrats, they brought their brought more witnesses and many have seen it, and a lot of people didn't even want to see it today. But President, the, uh, the, the House Judiciary, they brought more witnesses, the Democrats. And now they, you know what? They were asked how many of them with a show of hands had direct information to this? How many of them had personal knowledge? How many of them were factual witnesses? And they were asked with a show of hands and not a single one of them could raise their hand. Imagine that, not a single one. So they're there giving their opinion on what they're saying took place. But not a single one of them can do it. So now they're pushing this whole impeachment onto all of us into the entire country based on speculation and hearsay. Nothing factual, nothing factual. So let's look at this video where it actually shows President Trump making a deal or holding $1 billion from the Ukrainian people. And yes, this is exactly a quid pro quo. He's now went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had, they were walking out to the press conference, said, no, nah. I said, I'm not going to, or, or we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Oh, my bad, my bad. I said President Trump, didn't I? President Trump did quit pro quo with a billion dollars with the Ukrainian people. I said, President Trump, I meant to say 
Vice President Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, how did I get that so mixed up? Oh, wait a minute. But this is not about Joe Biden. Joe Biden's not president. That's what they say. You can't bring Joe Biden into this. He's not president. He was president when he did the quick pro quo. No one seems to care about that because he was tied to Obama. So what does all of this mean? This means that the people that are making up the laws that affect each and every one of us, they're changing the laws to fit their agenda. So tomorrow, we all could be locked up just for being Trump supporters. If they were to do it, they, you know what? Because they're the one making up the law. It's insane. All of it's insane. All of it's crazy. They no longer respect the U.S. Constitution. They're taking it and they're ba basically defecating on it to get what they want. Banned out video. Banned out video. And I think you heard testimony, uh, in the, the intelligence committee heard testimony about how it, it, it isn't just our national interest in protecting our own elections. It's not just our national interest in making sure that the Ukraine remains strong and on the front line so they fight the Russians there and we don't have to fight them here. But it's also our national interest in promoting democracy worldwide. And if we look hypocritical about this, if we look like we're asking other countries to interfere in our election, if we look like we're asking other countries to engage in criminal investigations of our, of our president's political opponents, then we're not doing our job of promoting our national interest in being that shining city on a hill. Okay, now she's straight up lying. Welcome everyone. Bandot video, firepowernews.com, Will Johnson, Tom Pepper. We are live and direct. We're talking about this whole, uh, hoax that's taking place. This impeachment sham or sham impeachment. I think there was a towel called sham wow, was it there? It's like, we need the sham wow towel to write this down like Hillary Clinton did the server. This is ridiculous. Welcome everybody. Tom, are you there? There he is. We can't hear you just yet. I Hold on, Tom. I would do that. Oh, there, there you uh -oh. go. There you go. Go ahead. Start over. So, Thank so, you. Thank Will, you. Well, I was just going to say I never thought that I would see the day, but I'm actually going to quote President Barack Obama here uh, about this this crazy woman that they brought up. I, uh, so the 1980s called. They want their foreign <laughs> policy back. We're really this concerned that Russia is going to invade the mainland United States of America. This is where we're at in 2019. Russia. Russia. Meanwhile, China is creating animal-human hybrids. China mm. is censoring the internet. China has a camera on every street corner. China is threatening to commit genocide against the native people of Hong Kong. But no, no, you see, we have to arm the Ukrainians to fight a proxy war with Russia. That way, Russia doesn't invade Texas. Where are they going to invade? This woman is off her oh, rocker, yeah. Will. Oh, yeah. You know, I noticed that today how she brought up Texas. And the reason why she brought up Texas, because anyone in Texas is watching, they, she, the, she planted that seed that, hey, you need to remove or not vote for Trump come 2020. That's what all, I mean, seriously, that's what all this is about. They're trying to get the public opinion. They're still trying to get it. And I can't stress it enough because they have zero, Tom. They have zero evidence. They have zero facts. Nothing's, nothing's panning out for them, but they want us to believe that they have all the goods. Now, this lady that's supposed to be a professional, and I, I question all of that. Just because you have some letters next to your name makes you a professional, but she's up there. She's completely anti-Trump. I mean, she was anti-Trump before they asked her to come up here and do this. 
She was anti-Trump way back to my understanding. We can really play you a video right now that shows this very thing. She's so anti-Trump, she can't even go into the same building that has his name on it. It's ridiculous. Let's go to it. Yeah, so I, I, I was struck, I, you know, I came in from the airport yesterday and I got off the bus from Dulles down at L'Enfant Plaza and I walked up to the hotel and as I was walking past what used to be the old post office building and is now the Trump Hotel, <laughs> which I had to cross the street, of course. Um, but um, Are you staying there? God, no. <laughs> never. Never. But as I was walking past it, I noticed there's a... Tom. You know, it's something that's dawned on me. All of these are lawyers, right? They're professors, right? They're professors that are lawyers. How many of them do you think got a deal under the table saying if we impeach President Trump when RG, when was RBG is out, we'll bring you in? Well, I think Miss Carlin, if any of them would have gotten that deal, considering she was on Hillary Clinton's short list of mm -hmm. Supreme Court nominees. I mean, you cannot make this stuff up. This woman is a is so partisan, so far left. They could have at least tried to bring somebody up there that conservatives might be able to listen to. But I, I this is this is Trump derangement syndrome. This is Trump derangement syndrome. This woman, she sees a building. I've been to the Trump. I'm sure you've been there many times there in D.C., beautiful building, marble everywhere. When it was the old post office, you literally couldn't walk inside. You would fall through the floor and break your neck. So it's a beautiful building. It has a big T out in front of it, a big, beautiful T. And she's just like, oh, that makes me so angry. I, I'm going to cross the street. I can't walk by the T, the T building. It's evil. <laughs> this is the woman who is going to see to it that this president is impeached. I will. It would be funny if things weren't so dire. Yeah, and then she's talking about, well, I received my turkey in the mail, and it was already cooked, and I had to spend my Thanksgiving weekend reading these transcripts. Oh, how terrible it was. And I had to look, read all the witnesses and their information, how terrible it was. My whole Thanksgiving weekend was ruined because of this impeachment. Really? She does not care. She only did that so that she can come in there and try to destroy the president of the United States. So let's go to that video. Today, yeah. you're being asked to consider whether protecting those elections requires impeaching a president. That is an awesome responsibility. But everything I know about our Constitution and its values, and my review of the evidentiary record, and here, Mr. Collins, I would like to say to you, sir, that I read transcripts of every one of the witnesses who appeared in the live hearing because I would not speak about these things without reviewing the facts. So I'm insulted by the suggestion that as a law professor, I don't care about those facts. But everything I read on those occasions tells me that when President Trump invited, indeed demanded foreign involvement in our upcoming election, he struck at the very heart of what makes this a republic to which we pledge allegiance. That demand, as Professor Feldman just explained, constituted an abuse of power. Indeed, as I want to explain in my testimony, drawing a foreign government into our elections is an especially abu uh, serious abuse of power because it undermines democracy itself. You know what? You know what, Tom? That's true. If it actually happened in this case, but it didn't. <laughs> they are saying that this... 
This is exactly what they're doing, Tom. They're saying this is bad, this is bad, this is bad if this actually happened. None of it happened, but the Democrats are saying they said this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. So President Trump, we're going to tie it to him without any evidence of it, without any facts of it. We're just going to say President Trump is tied to it because he's president. And if a president did these things, he would be in trouble. That's exactly what's <laughs> happening here. I mean, it's so acidine. Well, you know, Will, I I couldn't watch much of the impeachment in between uncontrollable bouts of laughter and rage. But when I did watch it, I couldn't help but think that, you know, you know who else was a constitutional law professor? Well, it was President Obama, and we know that he has such a sound, sound knowledge of the Constitution. But uh, additionally, Will, I mean, this is a a person, this this woman who I I, I think that she's going off what Schiff had to say because we've read the transcripts, we've seen the videos, we've seen the, the the Ukrainian President Zelensky like nine different times now come out and say, yeah, it's a good phone call. No, there's no quid pro quo. I mean, there is absolutely no way this woman read the same thing that I read, listened to the same speeches by Zelensky that I've listened to. There's no way she and I can possibly be on the same planet if that actually happened. Yeah. I think what she read is at Adam Schiff's parody, and now she's saying, well, that parody, it was so convincing. He's such a good actor. He needs to go back to Hollywood. We have to impeach. That's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, you know what? The producers in the control room was just telling me, saying, well, you know what? None of the transcripts she's referring to is online. And she mm. said that she read thousands upon thousands of the, you know, these pages in the transcript. So what transcript did she receive and who gave it to her? Does she have clearance to get these transcripts? That's a valid point. You know what? I mean, it's this whole scam, this whole scandal is all to get rid of President Trump. That's an awesome crew there. Look at that. That's the crew right there. How do you how do you get that? I mean, the American people, they they really think we're dumb, Tom. They really think that. Oh, yeah. OK, this is it. There's no facts. There's no evidence. But because they have an opinion on what took place, we're going to go along with the opinion. I mean, that's what we're supposed to do. Well, this whole thing is a gamble that the American people will be dumb enough that if Adam Schiff gets up there and bugs his eyes out and blinks enough, then we're all just going to go with whatever they say. I personally hope, and I know that our audience, but our audience needs to go call up your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, your niece, your nephew, and just, just do me a favor. How stupid are they? Ask them. Yeah. Did he do it or did he not do it? We don't care. Just get him out. Just get him out. Orange man bad. And now you say it, Tom. Orange man bad. Or that's how the liberals say it. Orange man bad. Orange man bad. Orange man bad. Video, firepowernews.com. Okay, we have a special guest that's coming on with us all the way from the UK. This young lady, she confronted all of these leftists over in the UK, and you probably know her as the lady that popped the Trump baby balloon. I was, wow, this is so awesome. Now, we're not violent, right? But you know what? It, I, it had to feel really good to pop that balloon. That's all I'm going to say about it. But this young lady has been so aggressive about her freedoms and trying to keep her freedoms. 
where the left is attacking her and they don't like her having her freedoms and showing everyone else that you can have your freedoms. She's been attacked by the left to the point to where now she's having legal issues with the left. And the left is coming after her because they don't like her standing up for her freedoms. So on top of that, she's now running for political office in the UK. And again, the left can't stand it. They hate it. So let's play this video of her, her campaign video, and then we're going to come back and talk to base eight. Wake up, try taking the red pill instead of the blue pill, and then the world might be a better place. Anyway, thank you for phoning in, and, you know, thanks for keeping it clean. It's been real fun. Okay. Take care. My Lord Bishop, let us go to war. Right wing are people who feared government. What is the ideology? What is the right-wing belief? They're usually these Republicans. Like, for instance, in the United Kingdom, they're all about this, you know, Brexit nonsense. Brexit nonsense. Brexit nonsense. Brexit nonsense. Brexit nonsense. What do you think, Your Grace? Can we not expect to dispose of these heathens quite easily? Brexit nonsense. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you just say Brexit nonsense? Yes. Okay, so that's base Amy. We have her as our guest all the way from the UK. And, you know, a lot of people don't really understand the whole Brexit thing. But you know what? We want to talk about what's happening to you. Last time you came on with us, you were saying that they were bringing up these charges against you because you said one of the people that's in Parliament is a traitor and it was live on TV, to my understanding. And that probably what really got them butt hurt because they were saying, oh, my goodness, someone's actually used freedom of speech. D- Let me ask you, do you not have freedom of speech in the UK? Well, it doesn't appear so well. Um, no, uh, it's it seems to have been taken away without our knowledge because um I know this uh, it's about a 20 second clip and in that clip I actually state about freedom of speech and in fact it was back in March it was just uh, a few days before we were supposed to well we actually did leave and um the the parliament had just voted to to delay or do something which I thought okay here we go so um yeah it was um I stated clearly that, that everybody was traitors including the person that that was in front of the camera and declared that we have freedom of speech, but um, and and for five months that was so because the police didn't actually uh, contact me until the end of August when I suddenly found out that I guess we don't have freedom of speech because that same politician who I'm not allowed to name because I will be arrested. Uh, I kid you not, I will actually be arrested and detained until I can appear in court because I'm actually running in the political campaign against that same person or their seat. 
So you can't even – go ahead, Tom. <laughs> so I'm, what are the rules here? I mean obviously do not say the name if it's going to get you in trouble, but – um, well, let's, I mean, I'll just try this and please don't answer if you can't. Uh, who are you running against? Can you tell us that or is that too much? I can actually, uh, explain as in it's sort of a bit like that, um, you know, uh, two syllables, one word, uh, sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm actually, it's, it's, Broxtow is the area that I'm running in, the constituency. And mm. the person I'm running against is the MP who, uh, was there, has been there for the last nine years. So all you have to do is Google it quietly or mm. Google my real name and you'll see that that's the person who has managed to use the law. Uh, as far as I know, this person uh, was a criminal barrister, may still be a criminal barrister, I don't know, but they've used the law and weaponized the words of traitor and I must admit, I did actually call her a chicken as well. That was actually on the 23rd of January. I called her a chicken because she was leaving the room um, and wouldn't continue the conversation. I was just trying to ask questions about her job, why she was not uh, fulfilling her job for her constituents. And, um, you know, on either occasion, was there an issue, legally speaking, and uh, the police didn't even get involved because I did nothing wrong, as can be seen on the footage. So, um, yeah, it was five months later, I suddenly got a phone call from the police saying, could you come in because you're being accused of harassment against this person who I cannot name, because... Uh, is, let me ask you this. Are there, <laughs> are there other people in the race that's running against this person as well? And can oh, we yeah. say her name? Can you, can, you, can you say the name of the other people that's running in the race? Can you, well, this, can you say the thing is, is, this person used to be a Conservative Party member. So there's, there is actually the Conservative Party, the Labour Party, the Green Party. Um, and there's an Independent and an Elvis. I'm not sure if it's Elvis left the building or came into the building. There's an Elvis um, member, Independent, who's running. And, um, and myself. So uh, this person has left the Conservative Party and created their own because for reasons only known, well, she doesn't want to do Brexit, basically. And um, yeah, it's just, it is a bit confusing, but there are a few other people uh, there. But I'm not allowed to even go to the constituents. I've not been allowed to count. Despite all the evidence and despite... The facts that I, I, I could share with you, but the long and the short of it is on the 20th of November, I was convicted of uh, causing harassment. Um, I mean, the facts are I called a traitor and a chicken back months ago. And uh, because of that, this person has claimed abject terror at my very presence. I'm so terrifying. Even death threats are more terrifying than me, apparently. So the judge, who, uh, by the way, is married to a lord who was in the Conservative Party. <laughs> no connection there then. Uh, no bias, by the way. Uh, well, so, well, Andy, so, we're getting, ready, come up, we're getting ready to come up to a hard break. So let's yeah, get back right. into it when we come back. And if you would, okay. let's give like a little brief uh, description on what Brexit is and why a lot of people, you know, to have a better understanding, because some people here still don't know what it is. All right. So we're talking to base Amy, everyone. She's going through legal troubles because she called one of these crazy people a traitor. We'll be back. 
with Will Johnson. Welcome back to Firepower. I am Tom Pappard. Our guest is Based Amy. You may know her as the woman who bravely popped the baby Trump balloon. You may know her as the woman from the UK who has uh, sealed. She's she sealed the deal. There is no freedom of speech on the British Isles any longer. She just told us that she was convicted for, I guess, terrorizing this poor, poor member of parliament who she called a chicken and a traitor. These are the worst words in the English lexicon, apparently. And I can't imagine she's now running for political office against this uh, chicken traitor. And uh, she she can't campaign because she can't say the person's name. She can't talk to constituents. I cannot imagine how uh, crazy this must be. And the last segment, though, I mean, I, I don't want obviously this is the most insane thing most folks have seen uh, all day, including the impeachment shenanigans. Uh, there she is. There it is. I won't even say the name, Amy. I don't want to get you in trouble. But I'm curious, uh, this Brexit thing, of course, the United Kingdom voted, the people voted to leave the European Union uh, years later here we are. Nobody is really quite sure what's going on, I think, here on this side of the pond. Of course, Theresa May did virtually nothing. Now we have Boris in office, and a lot of folks are confused about just the state of Brexit. Can you give us an overview, and are you happy with what's happening at this point? Uh, Not happy at all. Uh, Brexit is very straightforward. It means freedom, uh, sovereignty that we can rule our island as we see fit. The people in Parliament should be setting the laws and setting the taxes and spending the money how, for the people of the country. Uh, so Brexit is freedom. Uh, be, what Boris is doing is what May did. It's it's a complete stitch up. We won't be leaving with his fake uh, whatever it is. He's he's just rehashed her her deal. And it's it's a disaster for those of us who voted for Brexit. And it's really one of the big reasons why I'm so keen to 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 win this election. The only thing is, is that it's a purely social media one. I can only do it via social media. So I need uh, a hashtag digital army to to hashtag Broxtow and hashtag vote for Amy because I am banned from the constituency. I'm not allowed to mention my competitor's name, not allowed to do anything on uh, on social media. I cannot say her name, uh, make any references whatsoever because absolutely petrified of me. I am the most terrifying person this, this woman has ever met. Criminal barrister, politician has been in charge of this constituency for nine years. So, you know, make your own minds up. I think it's, it's sort of, I'm like a truthoid factor or something that uh, just uh, my facts, my challenges of their performance, the job performance, are too much for them to bear. So um, the long and the short of it is I need uh, – so uh, this is the – I don't know if it's the first uh, uh, parliamentary campaign that has been 100 uh, percent social media based, but by force, because if I break these conditions, I will be arrested instantly if I go across the, the border – of the area, and if I mention this person's name, I'm being monitored by the uh, counter-terrorist police. They're listening to me. The, the detective constable is listening to my every word to see if I utter this person's name, my opponent. So, uh, if I mean, no pressure to the to the wonderful constituents of Broxtow, no pressure. But if I don't win this election on the 12th of December, I could very much be spending Christmas. 
in prison on uh, the from the 16th of December is when I'm being sentenced for this heinous crime of ego bashing. That's uh, five months after the fact, by the way. Uh, don't forget that. There was nothing between March and August, even though I've been up in uh, the area for months and talked to other politicians on camera. Everything's on camera. But suddenly, incredibly, by just happenstance, this person suddenly felt abject fear from months before. And now I have been convicted for hurt, <laughs> damaged ego. It's, it's got to be a new crime which I've apparently committed, but I'm appealing. I'm appealing the conditions. I'm appealing to be able to attend the count on the 12th of December within the constituency, which at the moment I'm not allowed to even go to. So, you know, it's a very, and the media is not talking about it. This is a, uh, this is a non-event because I am one of the plebs. I'm one of the little people who's trying to invade parliament and actually do things that the people want and that is such a rare thing nowadays um and i think this uh, this election is going to be revolutionary because i think that the establishment similar to the dems actually are, are in their own little echo chamber their own bubble of thinking that they are the best and they're doing the best thing for this country and in actual fact everybody is so furious and boris is showing himself to be the swamp creature that he is and um He's he's not doing the deal at all. It's just it's in it's Brino. It's Brexit in name only, just like the rhinos. So, you know, this is uh, Brexit is very simply put. The, it's the other side who's so confused. It's the it's the Remainers who have no idea what they voted for. They don't know what the European Union does, and they don't understand what independence, freedom, and sovereignty is. They're just so confused. Us Brexiteers mm. know exactly what we voted for. It's very simple. One word answer: leave. It's very, very simple, but they just can't understand it. And the ones in power are the ones who are preventing us from being able to leave. That's why we spent three and a half years with them doing their best to overturn the result, because it's all to do with the globalists' agenda of taking over this country. So we're not going to have it. I'm actually uh, desperately, I really want to win this. And I'm hoping that there's going to be a lot of Brexiteers being elected and totally taking the establishment but like Brexit, like President Trump, this could be, I'm hoping, I'm just hoping and praying that this is the election that is a the bloodless revolution where we just take over Parliament with a lot of patriots for a change. How refreshing. So let me ask you, so the election is after, or the election comes before your court date, correct? My sentence, so, yeah. Yeah, your sentence. So let's say that you actually win, and I'm I'm rooting for you. You win, Thank and you. then your court date comes up, and if they still try to find you guilty, what happens then? Oh no, no, I'm I'm a, I'm guilty. This is the thing, Will. This is how mad oh, okay. it is. I'm, so what I'm happens? So what happens when? So what happens when you win, and then come times for your sentencing? Well, it's going to be the judges. The judge, by the way, is the same judge who oversaw Julian Assange's extradition hearing. Mm -hmm. So she was biased on that, would not recuse herself. She put herself into my case. She's the most senior judge in the land. And she came into my case because why? Well, maybe it's political. But so she's got a bit of a quandary because she was furious when she found out what I did. But the English Democrats, in fact, Robin Tilbrook. Who is the leader of the English, Dem the chairman of the English Democrats is the, is the solicitor who took the government to court with the article 50 saying that we left mm. on the 29th of March. 
he asked me if I wanted to run in that constituency against her. And of course, I, I love a challenge. I said yes. Um, but unfortunately, that's that's been held against me. The judge thinks that there's something wrong with me. Why on earth would I want to run against somebody who's actually not done their job, gone against their, their promises? And uh, <laughs> there's an election going on. So the judge actually wants me to have a psychiatric evaluation <laughs> so, <laughs> to see, wow. you know, what could what what would possess her to want to to compete to to win an election in that particular constituency? Right. <laughs> so, so I let me, don't let me jump really in here real quick. I know um, yeah, we're going to run out of time, so we have yeah, less sorry. than a minute. Go ahead and tell everyone how they can how they can support your campaign before we run out. If you go on my website, uh, basedamy.com, the, the details are there. I need help because this is, I'm appealing these decisions. I've got to appeal the conviction and it costs money. And I'm probably one of the first people, according to, to Robin Tilbrook, to actually take this law to the, to the appeal stage because most people can't afford to challenge the conviction. So please contact me on at Real Based Amy and, uh, help out and hashtag Rockstone. Please, yeah. I need all the help. Social justice warriors, I mean, real ones. Help yeah, me. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, the best of luck to you, Amy. And Thank sorry you, you have to go through this. Freedom of speech Crazy. is now bad. I mean, that's what the Democrats are trying to do Please here. Okay. Out. All right, Cheers. when we come back, Please we're going to get back into more impeachment. See you in a minute. give you one example that shows you the difference between him and a king, which is the Constitution says there can be no titles of nobility. So while the president can name his son baron, he can't make him a baron. <laughs> Thank you. The founding. <laughs> wow. I mean, how despicable can you be? And to my understanding, not too much longer after that, the first lady put out a tweet talking about how this nasty woman bringing her child into into this whole despicable impeachment sham. This is this is the left. They they are attacking. Can you imagine? I remember when when Barack Hussein Obama was in office, Tom, and someone just mentioned Barack Hussein Obama's children, the entire liberal media went ballistic. Here she is, she's bringing him up. Why in the world is she bringing up President Trump's son when it has nothing to do with it? Well, she obviously thought that was a fantastic joke. I mean, not only was that yeah. a horrible, disgusting thing to do to bring the president's 13 year old, six foot two, I mean, the kid's a giant, but 13 year old son into this discussion. Not only was that a terrible, disgusting uh, display of, I guess, lack of thought. I don't know what to even call it. Not only was that disgusting, it was a terrible joke, Will. I mean, that was a, a pathetic disgrace to the comedy gods above. That woman is, is a terrible, terrible person and also a terrible, terrible comedian. I don't know what she thought she would gain by doing that. I guess she thought she would gain some cheap laughs, but I want to hone in on something you just mentioned, Will. God forbid you bring up the daughters of the 44th president of this country. I mean, we have them twerking at Lollapalooza, doing too many drugs and drinking so much that they <laughs> yep. pass out and have to be carried out by medical personnel. This, this was a national travesty, and I hope those kids get help. I hope they get rehab i hope they get into aa meanwhile you you can do anything you want with trump's 
13 year old son. It's a horrifying double standard. I guess maybe we shouldn't be surprised or upset at this point because it just happens so often. But yes, the first lady did send out a tweet saying that minor children should have their right to privacy respected and not be used for cheap political jokes in the halls of Congress. And I really hope, I, of course, these Democrats, they don't have souls, they don't have minds, they don't have anything other than hate at this point. But I sincerely hope that at least one of them is going to think in bed tonight, wow, maybe we're yeah. pieces of crap. Maybe we're not the wonderful oh. <laughs> moral fountains of joy that everybody that we keep saying we are. <laughs> yeah, maybe we're pieces of crap. They are pieces of uh, dung, but they're not going to admit to it. They're thinking what they're doing is correct. They have it in their minds that they are in the right. No matter even if they're lying, Tom, they believe that they are they are they're justified in doing what they're doing. They believe they have the moral high ground when they don't. They're doing all of this based on their feelings because they hate the man. So we have another video right here where Matt Gates he comes out and he slams this despicable woman for bringing up Trump's son. So let's go to that clip. In 2020, did you write those words? Until this call in July 25th, I was an impeachment skeptic. The Very call well, changed I, my mind, sir, and for thank good you. Reason. I appreciate your testimony, Professor Carlin. You gave two thousand bucks, or you gave a thousand bucks to Elizabeth Warren, right? Uh, I believe so. You gave twelve hundred uh, bucks to Barack Obama. I have no reason to question that. And you gave two thousand bucks to Hillary Clinton. That's correct. That's Why so much more for Hillary than the other two? <laughs> Because I've been giving a lot of money to charity recently because of all of the poor people in the United States. Well, those aren't the only, those aren't the only folks you've been given to. Now, you, you, have you ever been on a podcast called Versus Trump? I think I was on a live panel that the people who ran the podcast called Versus Trump. On that, do you remember saying the following? Liberals tend to cluster more. Conservatives, especially very conservative people, tend to spread out more. Perhaps because they don't even want to be around themselves. Did you say that? Yes, I did. Do you, do you understand how that reflects contempt on people who are conservative? No, what I was talking about there was the natural tendency, if you put the quote in context, the natural tendency of a compactness requirement to favor a party whose voters are more spread out. Well, and I do professor, not have hold on, I'm, again, I'm very, I'm, I'm very limited on time, professor. And, I, and so I just have to say, when you talk about how liberals want to be around each other and cluster and conservatives don't want to be around each other and so they have to spread out, it makes people, you may not see this from, you know, like the ivory towers of your law school, but it makes actual people in this country when feel the like, excuse calls me, you don't get to interrupt me on this time. Now, let me also suggest that when you invoke the president's son's name here, when you try to make a little joke out of referencing Baron Trump, that does not lend credibility to your argument. It makes you look mean. It makes you look like you're attacking someone's family, the minor child of the president of the United States. So let's see if we can get into the facts. To all of the witnesses, if you have personal knowledge of a single material fact in the Schiff report, please raise your hand. No, and let the record reflect. No personal knowledge of a single fact. And you know what? That continues on the tradition. Not a single one of them. That's what all this is about. Not a single person that the Democrats have brought forward 
had any personal knowledge of what took place, any facts of what took place. And then the Democrats try to say, well, President Trump is not allowing us to bring the people who has the direct information. They're trying to find something that's not there. I wouldn't give them anything. And if they try to, if Tom, I truly believe that they're going to end up impeaching President Trump in the House. I mean, we see it coming. We see the writing on the wall. None, none of them, they're, they're going to get what they want because they're the majority. They're going to do it and they're going to pass it on to the Senate. And the Senate, Lord's willing, they're going to squash it as soon as it comes through the door. I certainly hope so. And the fact that this woman thinks conservatives are contemptible, except she she says she doesn't. I mean, why does she? She's apparently a liar. I, I, I guess we can impeach her character when it comes to this. She's a liar. She is a contemptible human being. But what we just saw was, again, Matt Gates actually trying to bring some sanity into all of this. But you're right, Will. I mean, the Democrats, it's a foregone conclusion. They knew from the second that this whole sham started that they were going to impeach him in the House and that it would go to the Senate. However, I'm almost of the mind at this point. I don't know if Mitch McConnell, uh, at this point, if he wants to make it go fast, that might be the most damaging thing he could do because we could get a vote in six hours and have no impeachment, uh, no uh, guilty verdict from the Senate. But I almost want to see people like Adam Schiff, like this vile cretin of a woman be forced to testify in the Senate and have some real questions lobbed their way for more than just Matt Gates and a couple other Republicans who are worth their salt. But what he said is absolutely right. She comes across as petty, vindictive, mm-hmm. annoying, shrill, rude. And you know, Will, I watched, mostly what I watched this morning were her the opening statements of this mm-hmm. this lady, uh, the vile. the Harvard gentleman who has a a degree in Islamic theory or Islamic thought, and I watched the other clown as well, who was slightly less of a clown, but still a Democrat. And I, well, that's all I watched was the opening statements and the way that these people purport themselves. You would never think to Google, which is what I did on one of the on the other guy, the Harvard Law, the, the Islamic professor. And that's what the guy's law PhD is in, by the way. The other gentleman, he, he's a he has a, a PhD in Islamic thought, believe it or not. Mm. But then I watched this woman. So you would never think to do a Google search. You would think they purport themselves as as these constitutional scholars. They must know what they're talking about. Trump must be impeached. And then as the day goes on, they reveal themselves to be disgusting human beings, bringing up Baron Trump. You find out that they consider all conservatives to be contemptible, that they can't stand to be around each other. That's who these people are. Yeah. And these will, these are the best people the Democrats could find. They've had how yeah. long? And these are the best ones. Exactly. These are the best ones they could find. And then we have, a, I wanted to get another clip. I think we're probably going to run out of time, <clears throat> but I guess we'll come back. We'll, we'll play it when we come back. Actually, this is the one where. Um, he was saying that the, the four people that was on the panel, the four professionals that they all brought, three of them were for the Democrats and one was for the Republicans. So, so, but to my understanding, all four of them are registered Democrats. It's just one of them is saying, you know, regardless of my personal, uh, my personal feelings, my personal belief, I have to go with the truth here. Now, if Democrats were to do that, Tom, then we would have more people kind of like going along and maybe understanding what the Democrats are trying to do here. But they're not doing that. It's very rare to see a Democrat actually come out and say, look, I may not like President Trump. I didn't even vote for President Trump. But what you're doing here is completely wrong. Now, I would like to believe majority of the people in the nation 
They are doing that. They're, they're seeing what the Democrats are doing here on the Hill, Tom. And they're like, okay, this I can't get with. This is ridiculous. This is not something that I support. But you know what? So many people have been deceived. So many people are naive that they're going right along with whatever it is the Democrats say. There's no evidence, no fact, but they still go right along with it. Band.video, firepowernews.com. We're going to talk more about the impeachment. We're going to play the video clip about that right when we come back. Forged in the fire of truth. Firepower with Will Johnson. All right. So before we continue, I have to talk about our sponsor. I get really bad about it. I get so caught up and so involved about the daily news, about what's happening to America and what's happening to all of us. I have to be mindful and talk about our sponsor because of our sponsors, the reason why both Tom and I are here. But above and beyond that, because of you, the viewer and the listener, you make it possible for us to be here. So when you go to our sponsor, which is InfoWarsStore.com, and take advantage of the cyber week that's going on right now, you help us bring out the message. You help us fight this tyranny. And you know what, Tom? A lot of people don't even realize that this is a great time for them to buy a Christmas gift. That's something that's going to be beneficial to their, your, to whoever it is who you buying it for. Who, you know, this is a healthy gift. This is a healthy Christmas gift that you can give because the products, the supplements that you can get at InfoWarsStore.com are absolutely beautiful. And the eight pack power stack. I like the eight pack power stack. You take one, you take a pack in the morning and take a pack in the evening. And like you were explaining the uh, last night, Tom, when you, it's so, they made it so convenient for everybody. In the morning, you have one, you wake up and you work. And then in the evening, after your day has been hectic and you've been going through everything you've been going through with this life in general, then you have another one that is rest and recover. Brilliant well, idea. Well, my, Brilliant. Look my, at that. My favorite part is, you know, if you travel, if you're going to D.C. or Austin all the time like I am, this is the perfect way. This way you're not carrying around your, your suitcases. is isn't yes. entirely just supplements. You can do this. And the cost right now on this is absolutely unbelievable. And I want to point something out that I Alex has not talked about that this 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 year. I do not know if this is why these sales are so unbelievable. But in Texas, they have something called an inventory tax, where at the end of the year, if you have something sitting in a warehouse, you're going to be taxed on that. So what uh, Alex and everybody else who is intelligent, what they do is they do a massive sale to clean out some of this inventory and lower the tax bill. It's something practical that at the same time creates a wonderful opportunity for a Christmas present, creates a wonderful opportunity for a birthday present, creates a wonderful opportunity for you to try something you might not have thought of before. I mean, this is really a once a year perfect, perfect moment where you can go and try out a new product line like the eight pack 
Stack, Power Stack. I mean, these supplements work. There's no other way to say it. They are some of the highest quality things on the market. You can go to Whole Foods. You can spend twice as much money and get a bunch of uh, filler and nonsense products. Some of it might have been, no offense to Whole Foods, sitting on the shelf for quite a while. You're never going to get that with InfoWarsStore.com. It's the very best products, and right now, you are not. I, you will never find a better price than December on InfoWarsStore.com. So please check it out. Support the tip of the spear, InfoWars, and support what's happening here on Band.Video. Yes, and you know what? This is the time to give the gift of health, right? Go to InfoWarsStore.com and give the gift of health, right? Cyber Week, take advantage of it. Buy your Christmas gifts. And one of my personal favorites, and it's something that you can really give in the gift of health, is one of the shower heads. I personally own this Pro Pure Chrome shower head. And I actually, I actually did a, uh, a commercial spot for it because I fell in love with it. The pressure that comes out of the shower head is night and day from the ones that I originally had. It comes out like a jet stream and it has different functions on it to give you the different jet, uh, jet stream functions for your body. Man, I love it. And you know, my dreadlocks, I love for it to penetrate my hair. And this shower head does exactly that. Why not pick one up? This is giving the gift of health to you and your family right now. You can take advantage of it. This is our sponsor, InfoWarsStore.com. They sell products that are absolutely top notch. I love them all. And the ones I get personally, I have a personal experience with it, and they work, and they do what they say they're going to do. We'll be back. I'm not a supporter of President Trump. I voted against him. My personal views of President Trump are as irrelevant to my impeachment testimony as they should be to your impeachment vote. President Trump will not be our last president. And what we leave in the wake of this scandal will shape our democracy for generations to come. I'm concerned about lowering impeachment standards to fit a paucity of evidence and an abundance of anger. I believe this impeachment not only fails to satisfy the standard of past impeachments, but would create a dangerous precedent for future impeachments. Yeah, you know what, Tom? This has never happened to a president ever in the history of this nation, and it should never happen again. And I talked about this before, how President Trump, I, I still believe President Trump is not on the offensive like he should be. At least I'm not seeing it. Maybe there's stuff happening on happening in the background, but I'm not seeing it. The Republicans, uh, they are somewhat on the uh, offensive, but not enough. I want them to get real aggressive here. I mean, this has to come to an end at some point. It's coming to a boiling point, Tom. It really is. Uh, Republicans are not known for their offensive game. I mean, if this uh, here's the deal, Will, even if this doesn't uh, pass, even if they do not impeach President Trump in the House, we now already have the president set. You can do an impeachment hearing. You can have an inquiry. You can have all of this without a single iota of evidence. So a Republican should be making this known. Whoever the next Democrat president is, whether it's Bernie Sanders, 
Sanders. It can't be Kamala Harris, unfortunately. It could be Joe Biden. It could be Pete Booty Gig or whatever his name is. It could be any of these people. The second they get into office, I don't like you. We're filing an, an impeachment. We're filing an impeachment. We're going to have hearings. We're going to bring in a bunch of so-called experts who work at conservative universities. We're going to bring in Falwell from Liberty University, and he's going to be our constitutional scholar on why we're going to impeach Mayor Pete. That's the plan going forward. We will never have – this. Guy, that guy was wrong. I love him. I love what he said. He's right. You shouldn't let your emotions cloud your judgment when it comes to the future of the country. He's right. But the, he's also wrong that we will never have another pre- or we will have another president. No, we won't because from now until the end of time every single president will just be impeached Will. Yeah, if that or if that if that's the case they're going to re- change the U.S. Constitution they're going to rewrite it, the Bill of Rights will go away and then they will just dictate who is going to be our leader from here on out. President Trump I still say this, President Trump is the last decent president this country will ever have. Now we have another video clip of this is a Turley where he flips the Democrats argument of this whole impeachment upside down. It's really short. So let's play it. I can't emphasize this enough. And I'll say it just one more time. If you impeach a president, if you make a high crime and misdemeanor out of going to the courts, it is an abuse of power. It's your abuse of power. You're doing precisely what you're criticizing the president for doing. We have a third branch that deals with conflicts of the other two branches. And what comes out of there and what you do with it is the very definition of legitimacy. Let's continue on. Let's unpack what you've been talking about. First of all, the McDonald case, how was that decided? Was that you a- know what? That's exactly it. They are doing, they're abusing their power. They they are abusing their power to get exactly what they want because they do not care about the actual truth. They don't care about it. I mean, so many people, when I was watching it today and I was on social media for a little bit and people were saying that I'm not going to even, I don't even care about this impeachment anymore. I don't even care. It's tired, it's old, but they keep doing it. And a lot of people don't want to watch it. And a lot of people are not even watching it. And then they go over, and a lot of times they'll just go over to networks like ours, Tom. They'll go over to other ones. They'll go onto Twitter and various social media outlets just to find the news. They'll go over to news wars before they go to the mainstream liberal media to find out the, find out what they're saying about it. They don't, it's like they're making up the story as they go along. So they all, we all figured it out now. We all know what the liberal media is up to. They're working hand in hand with the Democrats to put out this false narrative that President Trump actually did something wrong. But there's nothing there. There is absolutely nothing there. They're abusing their power, just like he said. I think anybody who is watching this impeachment charade continue, uh, you must have a penchant for self-loathing. You must be a masochist. I don't know. I, I cannot imagine why anybody who is not drinking the Democrat Kool-Aid is watching this and thinking that it's a good use of their time. I mean, I, I'm the editor-in-chief in National File, Will, but I told my uh, one of my uh, colleagues today, I can't watch this claptrap anymore. It's driving me insane. I have to go do some actual journalism that belongs in the real world. That's the state of affairs at this point. Normal people who do this for a living 
can't watch this anymore. How on earth yes. is the layman supposed to watch this? These these hearings have gotten record low ratings. And now finally, after what seems like two years, but has really been, I think, six weeks now, we get one gentleman, Turley, who comes in and has a he's the voice of reason in all of this. And of course, <laughs> Will, you know, as well as I do, the Democrats aren't going to listen to it. No, I mean, and you know, it was like, OK, at first I was wondering, why did the Republicans select him, but then it came out because he said, I didn't vote for Trump, but you know what, what you guys are doing here is completely wrong. And he bring, he actually brings up another valid point that the president, President Trump, asking someone to investigate something that uh, on a crime that actually took place is not the same as a quick pro quo. They're trying to tie it all in together. There is no quick pro quo. There was no quick pro quo. They keep saying it on the left as if there was one to convince everybody to believe it. It's the whole thing. Say that lie enough and get everyone to believe it. Then guess what? Everyone starts believing it. But it's not working. But they, they're going to continue trying. So let's go to this other clip with Turley where he, with Turley where he says there's a difference between an investigation and an actual quick pro quo. Go. There's a difference between requesting investigations and a quid pro quo. You need to stick the landing on the quid pro quo. You need to get the evidence to support it. It you might be out there. I don't know. But it's not in this record. See, there it is. It's not there. There's not, it's not in the record. It's not, there's no facts showing that there was an actual quid pro quo. There was nothing given to President Trump for them to give something. There was nothing like I did in the beginning in the opening where Joe Biden showed that, where Joe Biden actually held a billion dollars. And then they said to Joe Biden, you can't do that. You're not the president. And then Joe Biden actually said, well, call the president. He's with me on this. Joe Biden and President Trump, they actually did a quick pro quo against Ukraine. But there's not, the Democrats are nowhere to be found talking about it. They like sweep that up under the rug. There's nothing to see there. Of course, there is no quid pro quo. There's no bribery. There's no extortion. There's no none of the things they changed the term like nine or 12 times now. I can't even keep track of what it exactly is. President Trump is supposed to have done as a quid pro quo. Is it a bribe? Is it a this? Is it a that? But there's none of any of this. And again, I'm so glad that they brought in this gentleman who, again, a Democrat who voted for Hillary Rodham Clinton, the failed everything she's ever tried. This guy even knows enough just about the country and the future of the our, our, our great people to know that this is a terrible idea. Um, well, I really think at this point, this guy is going to be a hero because when this inevitably fails in the Senate, people will look back to him and say, well, at least somebody tried. <laughs> yeah, at least somebody tried. Okay. So we have another clip, but we're going to run out of time. So we'll come back to that when we come back where he's talking about you, you can't impeach a president on this. This is completely fraudulent. And who who's believing it? I mean, you know, the sad thing is the, the Democrats know for a fact that they don't have any facts. The Democrats know for a fact that there's nothing there. There's no quid pro quo. They're they're doing all of this for show. And as I keep repeating, they're only trying to get the public approval right now to get the American people to do it. But they're still going to move forward with the articles of impeachment because they have to because of their timetable. They're running out of time, Tom. The, the clock, 
The, the calendar says they have to do it now. This impeachment is the fastest impeachment in American history. They put it on the fast track. Forget the Amtrak, they put it on the fast track. And what are we gonna do as American people? Are we gonna sit by and let it happen? What are you gonna do? Trumbull said the following. He said, once this set the example of impeaching a president for what, when the excitement of the hour shall have subsided, will be regarded as insufficient causes. No future president will be safe who happens to differ from the majority of the House and two-thirds of the Senate. He said, I, I tremble for the future of my country. I cannot be an instrument to produce such a result. And at the hazard of the ties, even of friendship and affection, till calmer times shall do justice to my motives, no alternatives are left to me. And he proceeded to give the vote that ended his career. You can't wait for calmer times. The time for you is now. And I would say that what Trumbull said is has even more bearing today. Because I believe that this is much like the Johnson impeachment. It's manufactured until you build a record. I'm not saying you can't build a record. But you can't do it like this. And you can't impeach a president like this. Exactly. You can't do it like this. But they don't care about the truth, Tom. They don't care about what they really should do. They just want them out. They're so bitter. They remind me of demons that can't stop because they're so angry because they're just running around with their heads cut off like chickens, demon chickens with their heads cut off, and they don't even realize what they're doing is completely wrong. They have been turned over to a reprobate mind because they think the things that they're doing are correct. I loved the historical narrative that Turley brought into this. He's, of course, talking about the President Johnson, not the one that you may be thinking of, but the one from the 19th century post-Civil War. He was in favor of bringing the South back into the Union as quickly as possible to heal the country, to give African Americans rights, to bring the country together and get past the horrible, horrible bloodshed that the country saw in the Civil War. That would, of course, be the one in the 1800s, not the one that may kick off any day now if the Democrats uh, get their way. But he was, of course, not impeached, despite the fact that people were mad at him. People didn't like him. And it was because of Trumbull. And Trumbull, of course, ended his political career by voting against impeaching President Johnson. Now, what's different in 2019 is the exact opposite will happen, Will. A lot of these Democrats that are in vulnerable districts, and I know I sound like a broken record, but this is completely true and so vital to what's going on. A lot of these Democrats in districts that they are now the winner of in 2018, they won when President Trump was not on the ballot in 2016, some of these districts were plus 15 points in Trump's favor. So come 2020, if these people want to keep their jobs, they need to, on this impeachment question, vote no. If they vote yes, they lose their job in 2020. If they vote no, they may lose their job in 2020 because Americans, I hope to, and I pray Americans are sick of the Democrats, but if they vote to impeach President Trump when President Trump is inevitably going to be on that ballot come 2020, it's going oh. to be a massive, massive defeat for these moronic, Man. 
absurdly <laughs> stupid Democrats. I so hope you're right. A hundred percent. I'm with you. I wanted to demolish these Democrats. I want this to just destroy them. I have come to the realization that I hate the whole idea of Democrats. I mean, I hate it. And I know hate, hate, hating something is very strong, but the Democrats, they represent everything that is wrong in this nation. I mean, they are completely evil. And they try to sit there and say that we're evil because we support President Trump. When Sir President Trump has done all these things as a billionaire playboy, none of them had issues with him, Tom, when he was a billionaire playboy. They were all, oh, yeah, I want to be like Trump. I want to be like Trump. I want to be like Trump. They didn't have any issues then, but now they got an issue with him because he's doing the right thing for the American people. And then on top of that, Tom, just like every president in the past, Johnson, you just mentioned when you have a president that's doing something positive and black people happen to benefit, he becomes racist. He becomes all these other things. They want to get rid of him. They got to impeach him because he's not doing what he's supposed to be doing, according to them. So we have this other clip. Now, this is one. I, I think this is a gentleman you were talking about, the Harvard Law professor, uh, Noah Fieldman. I think this is the guy you were talking about. He says President Trump has committed impeachable high crimes and misdemeanors by corrupting abuse, abusing the office of the presidency. This is what he's saying. I'm like, where did President Trump do any of this? He didn't do it. They're just saying they're suggesting that's what he did as if he actually did it. Go to the clip. Let me finish it. High crimes and misdemeanors are abuses of power and of public trust connected to the office of the presidency. On the basis of the testimony and the evidence before the House, President Trump has committed impeachable high crimes and misdemeanors by corruptly abusing the office of the presidency. Specifically, President Trump has abused his office by corruptly soliciting President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine to announce investigations of his political rivals in order to gain personal advantage, including in the 2020 presidential election. Now, now, Tom, every, you know, like I said, he, he, he's saying all this stuff as if President Trump actually did it. But now if a president actually did these things, then yes, we would all agree. Yeah, it is bad for a president to do all these things. But President Trump didn't do what they're suggesting here. Now, to kind of get off a little side note here, Tom, did you have you ever watched Harry Potter? <laughs> when I was a kid, those were just coming out, Will. So yes, I have. So I mean, uh, I mean, it was, a, it was a while ago, but for some reason, he just reminds me of a character in Harry Potter that was maybe dressing all black, and you know, he wants to go out and and get somebody. I mean, I, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just looking at him. I'm like, he even sounds like it. <laughs> well, Will, his backstory is, I mean, I, I, so he's the guy who I'm going to admit it. I was so, I was triggered. I was triggered as a liberal learning basic math today. Will, I, I was fuming and angry and I'm like, who is this guy anyway? So I do a little tiny amount of basic research. I go look at his, uh, his staff page on Harvard's website and I just a tiny, tiny modicum of research. So this guy, he has a PhD in Islamic thought. 
He writes or wrote for the New York Times magazine. He writes or wrote for the Bloomberg opinion section. He helped to create the the constitution of Iraq in 2003 after the neocons toppled the government. Trump was firmly against it. He is a member of the Council on Foreign Relations, which Ted Cruz accurately described as a pernicious den of snakes. And despite being a Jewish man, he really has a problem with Orthodox Jew. Of course, Ivanka Trump being a convert to Orthodox Judaism. This guy is the most anti-Trump scumbag they could have possibly found. So of course he's saying President Trump must be impeached. And I don't know where he got any of this either, Will. I I think maybe he listened to Adam Schiff's parody. Yeah, you know what? I think they all went off of Adam Schiff's parody. And they're taking Adam Schiff's parody as the actual truth would happen, the facts, which is a total lie. That's what this whole thing is about. I mean, how many times do we have to say it? How many times do we have to keep screaming out there? They're lying, they're lying, they're lying. The Democrats know that they're lying, but they're convincing many people in this country that what they are doing is the truth because they have the moral high ground. They don't. They're lying to every last one of us because they work for Satan himself. Believe me. when compared to the 36 boxes of documents that were delivered to the last uh, impeachment um, group. But then to start this hearing with the chairman of the committee saying that the facts are undisputed, the, the only thing that is disputed more than the facts in this case is the statement that the facts are undisputed. They are absolutely disputed, and the evidence is a bunch of hearsay on hearsay that if anybody here had tried cases before uh, of enough magnitude, you would know you can't rely on hearsay on hearsay, but we have experts who know better than the accumulated experience of the ages. So here we are. And I would submit we need some factual witnesses. We do not need to receive a report that we don't have a chance to read before this hearing. We need a chance to bring in actual fact witnesses. And there are a couple I can name that are critical to us getting to the bottom. Yes, we need factual witnesses, Tom. We need the whistleblowers. We need Adam Shifty Schiff to come testify. Didn't Ken Starr do that during the Bill Clinton impeachment hearing? Didn't he go testify? Why is Adam Schiff not going to testify? Oh, because Adam Schiff is a member of Congress, but Adam Schiff is lying. Adam Schiff is putting out information, fraudulent information, that he should be fact-checked on. But they don't want to do that, Tom, because then it puts them in a position of having to tell the truth, because then they will be, what, under oath. Well, that's exactly it. I mean, he doesn't want to testify. He claims it's because it wouldn't be appropriate because he's a member of Congress. But no, it's because he can lie as much as he wants as a member of Congress. That's just the way America works. (laughs) But if you're under oath and you let if you forget something, if you lie by omission, if you intentionally lie, if you give a parody when the actual events are known, then you can go to jail. Just ask Roger Stone.
That's what they say he did. I don't buy that it happened, but that's what they say. Now, I do want to point out that Louis Gohmert is 100% right here. He's one of the few members of Congress who actually has a leg to stand on when it comes to this. And I think it's no coincidence that the GOP is uh, not necessarily a big fan of Louis. When at his most recent CPAC earlier this year in February, March, I actually attended a speech that was given by Mr. Gohmert, Congressman Gohmert. Phenomenal speech, but they put him at about 1.15 in the afternoon. Afternoon, when everybody was eating lunch or socializing or doing something else, I kid you not, it was me and my colleague Peter DeBrasca. We were the only two people there. They let us sit in the front row because they needed somebody to sit in those front row reserved seats. And we were scrouting, yeah, Louie, where is everybody? Did nobody know this? So I'm glad that we have people like Congressman Gomert. I only wish that... They were taken more seriously, these actual real patriots that we have in this country. Well, I mean, I think most of us do take them serious. But you have people, the lawmakers, that's making up their laws because of their agendas. They don't take them serious or they just blow off what he says. Because you notice every time the Republicans came up and they, and they did their spiel on their five minutes or what have you, and when they were talking, they sit there and be quiet, and then when it was their turn, they would just completely disregard everything that the Republican just said and continue to push his whole fake impeachment hearing, saying that, oh, President Trump held aid for Russia to get something in return against Joe Biden, as if President Trump needs Ukraine help to beat Joe Biden. I mean, that's the part that's really insane here. Really? He needs Ukraine's help to beat Joe Biden? I mean, seriously, maybe Joe Biden just invested in some uh, shaves or some razor blades for his hairy legs. I don't know. Maybe that's the case. And President Trump doesn't need their help to beat Joe Biden. Now, Jim Jordan, he says the Democrats. I'm adding that part. The Democrats. He says Democrats. But I mean, the Democrats are doing impeachment backwards. That's what the that's what Jim Jordan said. Let's go to this clip. Before the call between President Trump and President Zelensky on July 25th, before the Mueller hearing in front of this committee on July 24th, before all that, 16 of them had already voted to move forward on impeachment. 16 Democrats on the Judiciary Committee had already voted to move forward on impeachment, yet today we're talking about whether the positions they've already taken are constitutional. Seems a little backward to me. I mean, we can't we can't get agreement. I mean, we got four four Democrats or four people who voted for Clinton and they can't agree. Yet today we're talking about the Constitution. Now, Professor Turley, you've been you've been great today, but I think you were wrong on one thing. You said this is a, this is a fast impeachment. I would argue it's not a fast impeachment. It's a predetermined impeachment, predetermined impeachment done in the most unfair partisan fashion we have ever seen. No subpoena power for Republicans. Depositions done in secret in the bunker in the basement of the Capitol. 17 people come in for those depositions. No one can be in there except a handful of folks that Adam Schiff allowed in those depositions. Chairman Schiff prevented witnesses from answering Republican questions. Every Democrat question got answered. Not every Republican question. Democrats denied Republicans the witnesses we wanted in the open hearings that took place three weeks ago. And, of course, Democrats promised us the whistleblower would testify and then change their mind. And they changed their mind. Why? Because the whole world discovered that Adam Schiff's staff had, had talked to the whistleblower, coordinated with the whistleblower, 
the whistleblower with no firsthand knowledge, bias against the president, who worked with Joe Biden, whose lawyer in January of 17 said the impeachment process starts then. That's the unfair process we've been through. And the reason it's been unfair, let me just cut to the chase. The reason it's been unfair is because the facts aren't on their side. The facts are on the president's side. Four key facts will not change, have not changed, will never change. We have the transcript. The facts are not on their side. That's exactly what this is. The facts are not on the side. They know the facts are not on the side. It's like, it's like they know they got caught in something, but we, it's like, okay, we got caught doing this, but we're going to play along and act like we didn't get caught doing this, but, and make it try to look like they are in the wrong over here. President Trump did do this. We don't have any evidence on it, but we're going to keep saying President Trump did it to get everyone to go along with it. That's, I mean, it's, it's so elementary. Well, Jim Jordan finally said what I know he's been dying to say this whole time, which is what we've been saying on this show, what all everybody who's been covering this in a journalistic capacity has been saying that it's predetermined. We knew from yeah. the start that the House is going to de- decide to impeach President Trump. They're going to make it a completely partisan vote. They're going to make a mockery of the United States Constitution. They're going to open up every single future president for the same type of abuse. We knew from the start because the Democrats don't like Trump. They have haven't liked Trump. This isn't breaking news like they seem to think that it must be. And so Jim Jordan, who has been so dutiful and so, so earnest and honest throughout this entire process, playing the game, pretending that he doesn't know the name of the whistleblower, Eric Chiaramella. He's been such a good sport. He (laughs) finally got to say and tell the world exactly what this is. This is a predetermined impeachment. God bless Jim Jordan. I wish we had another hundred just like him. Yeah. And then he mentioned there was 16 of them already signed the impeachment, articles of impeachment, 16 of them. And there was 24 of them there, 17 Republicans, and 16 of them have already signed off on it. Impeach, impeach, without any evidence, without any facts, without anything tangible that they can say, yes, this is what President Trump did, so we got to impeach him. They're just doing it because they hate the man. I mean, I, I think there's only one other person in America that's hated more or hated as much as President Trump, and that's Alex Jones. I mean, they hate, they hate someone who loves freedom. They hate someone who, who wants to, who wants to be their own person. They hate people who's going to thrive and do the right thing. They hate people in this nation that is not going along with the globalist, socialist, communist agenda. This is where we are. Now, I know we haven't talked about the the whole NATO thing. If we can, maybe we can get into that a little bit when we come back from the break. This is Firepower News with Will Johnson and Tom Pepper. You can go to Band.Video. Band.Video. Do me a favor. Share that link. We'll be back.
unprecedented. The way that this president is behaving is unprecedented. Even Nixon sent his top aides to Congress to testify. He did not try to uh, stop them from testifying. Now, they lied. They did other things. But he didn't try to stop them. He released enormous numbers, you know, uh, amounts of documents. This president has obstructed Congress every step of the way. And so the, for us, the, the balance that we have to strike is when is there enough information to move forward versus the real danger to the country of leaving an abusive president in office with unchecked power. And that is a very grave danger. So we are proceeding. There's The facts are uncontested, as I said. There is a very clear trail here. And it reflects the same pattern that we saw also in the Mueller report, um, you know, with obstruction of justice, that 400-page report that Robert Mueller put out. I, this is the same pattern that we saw there. There was nothing that came out of the Mueller report that would validate impeachment of President Trump, just like there's nothing that came out of here that's valid that would validate a reason to impeach President Trump. There's nothing there. There's never been anything there. But there it is again, just like we've been saying, Tom, we've been saying this all throughout the night that they're making up stuff. And even though that they don't have any factual information, they're still coming out telling the American people that they have everything. And the reason why they go into the news outlets and say that they have everything because they know the American people are not watching. Uh, the Trump administration, I think, the smartest thing, one of the smartest things they've done to date, and that includes building the wall, that includes getting money for the military, that includes dismantling Obamacare slowly, that and everything, everything, Will, the smartest thing they've done is not participate in this process. That would do nothing but lend credibility to it. That would do nothing but make it seem official. The Democrats, this is beyond witch hunt. The fact that she has the audacity to bring up the name of Robert Mueller III, who disgraced himself during his appearance at Congress, Robert Mueller III, who changed the definition of American law. He changed innocent until proven guilty to be guilty until proven innocent. That's what she was referring to. Everybody yeah. who called yeah. that as being a big deal was absolutely vindicated by that rough-looking woman's appearance on the whatever <laughs> socialist news network that was. Because what Mueller did is he left it open. He said, well, I could not find any yeah. indication that President Trump committed obstruction of justice, but I couldn't, I couldn't prove that he didn't either. And so now that one little line from that yep. Mueller's Mueller report is being used to justify impeachment. It, it is such a frustrating and insane it, time to yes. be alive in America. Yes, and I've actually had conversations with liberals, Tom, and they say, well, if you if someone says that President Trump did something out in the woods, we have to believe that he's guilty of it without seeing it. And I'm like, why would we do that? Aren't you innocent until proven guilty? He go, no, no. He said that way, that is the old way of thinking. And I'm like, my God, this is the country we live in. He literally said, this is the old way of thinking. And I'm like, what are you thinking? I mean, see, you know what? These are, these are people that have thrown away all kind of rational thinking and have adopted the insane stupidity that the Democrats are putting out there. And just like you said, Tom, Mueller came out. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Mueller came out and said, you have to prove that you're innocent. 
we no longer have the, 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 the law on our side as that you are innocent until proven guilty. If they feel that you're guilty, you're guilty. So let me play one more clip before we run out of time. We got, this is what Nally, and I think this one's pretty short. This is at the end of the hearing today where they're trying to, uh, the Republicans are still trying to bring up information that's valid to the case, but Nally's like, he shuts it down. You're out of time. You're out of time. And this is exactly what's going on because they're working on the timetable to impeach President Trump. Go with it. I will honor my oath. And as I sit here today, having heard consistent, clear and compelling evidence that the president has abused his power, attempted to undermine the constitutional role of Congress and corrupted our elections, I urge my colleagues stand behind the oath you have taken. Our democracy depends on it. This concludes today's hearing. But I have one thing. Mr. What purpose does the gentleman seek recognition? Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Pursuant to, rule, pursuant to committee rule eight, I'm giving notice to intent to file dissenting views to the committee's report on constitutional grounds for presidential impeachment. Noted. This concludes, today's, he- this concludes today's hearing. Chairman. We thank all of our witnesses for participating. Chairman, Without objection, all members will have five legislative days to submit additional written questions for the witnesses or we additional materials. We have announced consent request. Too late. For the witnesses or additional materials for the record. Without objection, the hearing is adjourned. Yeah, that's just typical, isn't it? Just typical. It's just typical. <laughs> it's just typical. That's at the very ending today, and they're already gonna—they're gonna impeach the president in the house. I mean, I mean, this—I mean, seriously. If 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 the Democrats are probably yes, 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 they don't have—we don't have anything, but they're still gonna impeach him. That's it. Well, that's where we're at, and I, I just want to, as we conclude this broadcast or wind it down at least, I mean, let's go over the cast of characters who the Democrats have had leading this process. You have Nashi Haloshi, who talks like she's had only two Botox and a bad set of dentures. Don't forget See, the Nancy. That's right. <laughs> has some Chardonnay on the way over. You've got Nancy Pelosi kicked this whole thing off. Then we go to Shifty Adam Schiff with the bug down eyes and recently he started blinking a lot i don't know why he may need to see a doctor i think maybe somebody told him the bugged out eyes are weird and that he needs to blink more so now he's blinking a little bit too much and so then we have shifty adam Schiff. he's five foot two inches he couldn't make it in hollywood so now he's uh representing hollywood in congress and now of course we have penguin uh some people call him gerald nadler but penguin he is a villain from the dc comic book universe who somehow <laughs> transitioned into real life, kept his same wardrobe, and represents New York. And this is the cast and crew that is going to destroy this presidency, they believe. This is the cast and crew that knows what's best for America. They know in their heart of hearts that America was wrong in 2016 when it delivered a massive electoral victory to President Trump, and they're going to fix it, despite what these meddling fools like Louis Gohmert, Matt Gates, Jim Jordan, but 60 million Americans, despite what they may do, they believe that they will foil this nefarious president who did bribery or extortion yeah. or quid pros, who knows. So on the way out, we're going to touch briefly on NATO. Uh, there was... There's a video out there right now where you can see some of the, the leaders in NATO having a hot mic conversation, and they're basically talking bad about President Trump. 
And personally, I think President Trump should like maybe put the bug out there. I don't know if he can do it or not, but maybe he should put the bug out there saying, you know what? I think America has done enough in NATO. We're going to exit. I'm just saying, I don't know if he can, but it would be really nice if he were to do that because they're not doing the right thing and they're going to disrespect America and you know, do your own thing then. So do we have the clip with them disrespecting President Trump? Okay, let's play that clip. So they're in the hallway and they're, and they're there and they're talking about, oh, yeah, 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 he's announced. And, you know, I, I saw this earlier where they're talking about President Trump was probably, he was late to, to a meeting and they say he was probably having a press conference. I mean, this is on a hot mic. There are other videos out there where you can actually hear them talking a lot better, but they still put the caption up there. The point is, is that they're talking bad about the president of the United States. And Tom, the liberal media, they're, oh, yes, this is great. This is great. They're supporting these leaders in other countries over our sitting president. It's despicable. I call them all traitors. And it's the, and, and they should, they, something should happen to them. Nothing bad, nothing wrong, but something should happen. Well, I'm perhaps less upset than you, but only because they're talking bad about a man who is getting hundreds of millions or billions of dollars out of them. So they can say all the nasty things they want. No. Make sure the check arrives on time. Exactly, exactly. Well, again, we're at the end, Tom. Been an honor and a pleasure and a privilege to be on with you. And I want to thank everyone for going to Bandot Video, sharing that link out. Thank you for going to our sponsor, InfoWarsStore.com, and helping us remain here. Because of you, we can come out and talk about what's happening in the world. Because I know a lot of people don't want to go to the different media outlets. So you come here and you get the truth. Cyber Week, right now, take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. Give the gift of health. And you can do that by going to InfoWarsStore.com. God bless you. God bless our president. And of course, God bless America. Fight, fight, fight. God's willing. We'll be back tomorrow. Crazy where we live in. What a wonderful time to be alive. God bless everybody. Good night.